In these last days, the Bible predicts a turning away from biblical truth. In order to combat false teachings that are running rampant and a growing lack of biblical literacy, Behold Israel provides weekly public readings of Scripture to equip you with the pure Word of God, read in an international community with interaction and application. Each week, we host different guests from all walks of life. Our original readings can be found on our Behold Israel community channel on YouTube or on our Facebook channel. These are audio versions created to make it convenient for your busy schedule. Now, on to our readings. Well, good evening. Welcome to uh, Behold Israel's Public Reading of Scripture. My name is Steve Yan. I am the senior writer and editor at Behold Israel, and I am just very excited to be with you here tonight. This is the night that we set aside every week to celebrate the Word of God. For those of you, if you follow the, the ministry of Amir, you know his passion for for the Bible and Scripture. That's that's the thing that first drew me to his teaching and to follow what he his videos and everything like that because he is just so committed to the word of god and that's a passion that i have myself and that's also a passion of uh, our guest for tonight so i'd like to introduce you to him he's a man that i know very well i've known him my entire life dr rick yon <laughs> So, Dad, it's great to have you here uh, tonight. And uh, as many of you know, he has collaborated with Amir on the Revealing Revelation book and also in the one that's in the works right now called Discovering Daniel that we are very excited uh, to have come out in the spring of next year. But, Dad, first, I, I know that there are a lot of people who have been praying for you with through mom's cancer and then when she eventually passed back uh, a ways back and I know a lot of folks just want to know how you're doing and if you could just say hi and fill them in on what's happening in Rick Yon's life right now. Yeah, yeah I'd love to. I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been praying for our entire family. It, it was just a wonderful service. Some people had said it wasn't a service, it was a celebration. And yes, it was a celebration with my wife going home to be with the Lord. And, you know, both Steve and I were right there by her bed at, at that uh, moment. And we were disappointed because we thought that maybe the Lord would open up our eyes, <laughs> that we could see the unseen world and just watch my wife just be taken by the angels into heaven. Well, that didn't happen, but we know that uh, the angels did take her into heaven, and we know that she's with her Lord now, whom she loved and, and served many, many years. And uh, so I'm just very thankful. I mean, the Lord continues to be a shield around me, and uh, he is my glory, and he continues to be the lifter of my head. So thank you for your prayers. Appreciate you can continue to pray because God has been giving the grace. And I think that's because he has heard you bringing our family before him. And you've been keeping yourself busy with continuing to, as an adjunct professor with Colorado Christian University, doing online courses, you're still writing and, and then you also are this 
brilliant photographer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, a lot of people don't know that. If if you want to see some incredible pictures, mm. go to his uh, Facebook page and follow him there, and you will see some amazing shots as uh, he hikes around and, and gets a lot of great nature shots. Yeah, the Lord gets me out and, and, and keeps me moving, and I just love the outdoors. And once in a while, I'm able to put up scripture references with the photos when I'm able to do that, you know, when the photo really demonstrates something from the the word of God. So you'll see, if you like the outdoors, you may want to come on my Facebook and just take a look. Well, everyone is here to uh, hear scripture. So uh, let me open our time in prayer and then we'll get going. Lord, we are so excited to be here to celebrate your word. We thank you for the gift that you gave us of the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation, truth and your plan of salvation for mankind. We are so grateful, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity we have to read this aloud tonight. And again, we pray that all eyes are on you and celebrating you and giving you glory as we hear your word. We know there's a lot of hope that we're going to hear about tonight in these passages. So we give this time into your hands. Bless us, Lord, as we seek you. We pray in the name of our Savior, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And as we look at this this passage tonight, we're going to be reading Micah 5 through 7. Micah 5 through 7. If some of you are going, Micah, I'm not sure (laughs) the reason why God gave us a table of contents in the beginning of the Bible. Don't feel any shame. Look it up and you'll find Micah in amongst the minor prophets almost to the end of the Old Testament. So we'll be looking at five through seven. And I'm, I'm excited to get back to Micah because, again, there's so much hope in these in this book. What you find is is God never gives a condemnation without a blessing, without that hope. And Dad, before we launch in, what is it that stands out to you about the book of Micah? Well, one thing that I notice is that most prophets either are speaking to Israel in the north or they're speaking to Judah in the south. But Micah, I mean, look at chapter one, I think it's in verse one. He is addressing both the north and the south. He is addressing the entire group that we call today Israel. And the first Israel in the north, they went into idolatry immediately when the nation split. And later on, her sister Judah went the same direction. And God deals with those who are who know him, who have the word, but they just rebel and do their own thing. And so they paid a steep price. And yet there is great hope. <laughs> he says, this is what I'm going to do because of your, your sin and your rebellion and your rejection of me. But I got good news. I'm going to bring you back. Yeah. And I'm going to restore the fortunes of Judah. Yeah. Well, I know as, as I'm going to ask you to read both chapters five and seven, because 
they got to hear me last week and there's no one I like to hear read scripture more than you, dad. Uh, but at the beginning of your chapter, it starts with the word now, which tells me we're picking up in the middle of a thought. So what I'm going to ask you to do, and hopefully it's okay with the PRS higher ups here, we're going to kind of go wild and back up into chapter four. Let's start, if you would, with uh, chapter four, verse 11, and then we'll have you read that and uh, chapter five, I'll read six, and then you'll finish us off with chapter seven. And you know, see what is interesting is verse 11 begins with a now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me get carried let me, away. We have to go back into verse 10. <laughs> Which probably starts with a now also, and we'll just have to start with chapter three. <laughs> okay, Pop, why don't you just right. start where you feel you need to start, and let's run with it. Okay, I'm going to start with chapter four, verse 10. Be in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Zion, like a woman in birth pangs. For now you shall go forth from the city. You shall dwell in the field, and to Babylon you shall go. And there you will be delivered. There the Lord will redeem you from the hand of your enemies. Now also many nations have gathered against you who say, let her be defiled. And let our eye look upon Zion. <laughs> but they do not know the thoughts of the Lord, nor do they understand his counsel. For he will gather them like sheaves to the threshing floor. Arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make your horn iron, and I will make your hooves bronze, and you shall beat in pieces many people, and I will consecrate their grain to the Lord and their substance to the Lord of the whole earth. Now, gather your troops, yourself in troops, O daughter of troops. He has laid siege against us, and they will strike the judge of Israel with a rod on the cheek. <laughs> but you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth for me the one to be ruler in Israel, Amen. whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time that she who is in labor has given birth. And then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall abide. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and this one shall be peace. When the Assyrian comes into our land and when he treads in our palaces, then we will raise against him seven shepherds and eight princely men. They shall waste with the sword the land of Assyria and the land of Nimrod at its entrances. And thus he shall deliver us from the Assyrian when he comes into our land and when he treads within our borders. Then the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples like dew from the Lord 
like showers on the grass that tarry for no man, nor wait for the sons of men. And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the Gentiles in the midst of many peoples, like a lion among the beasts of the forest, like a young lion among flocks of sheep, who if he passes through, both treads down and tears in pieces, and no one can deliver. Your hand shall be lifted against your adversaries, and all your enemies shall be cut off. And it shall be in that day, says the Lord, that I will cut off your horses from your midst and destroy your chariots. I will cut off the cities of your land and throw down all your strongholds. I will cut off sorceries from your hand and you shall have no soothsayers. Your carved images I will also cut off and your sacred pillars from your midst. And you shall no more worship the work of your hands. I will pluck your wooden images from your midst, and thus I will destroy your cities. And I will execute vengeance and anger and fury on the nations that have not heard. I'll continue on with Micah 6. Hear now what the Lord says. Arise. Plead your case before the mountains and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, O you mountains, the Lord's complaint and you strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a complaint against his people and he will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? And how have I wearied you? Testify against me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt. I redeemed you from the house of bondage. And I set before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Oh, my people, remember now what Bala, king of Moab, counseled, and what Balaam, the son of Beor, answered him from Acacia Grove to Gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Now he has shown you, O oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? The Lord's voice cries to the city, Wisdom shall see your name. Hear the rod, who has appointed it, and there yet are there yet the treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked and the short measure that is an abomination? Shall I count pure those with the wicked scales and with the bag of deceitful weights? For her rich men are full of violence, her inhabitants have spoken lies, and their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. Therefore, I will make you sick by striking you, by making you desolate because of your sins. You shall eat, but not be satisfied. Hunger shall be in your midst. You may carry some away, but shall not save them. And what you do rescue, I will give over to the sword. You shall sow, but not reap. You shall tread the olives, but not anoint yourselves with oil. And make sweet wine, but not drink wine. 
for the statutes of Omri are kept. All the works of Ahab's house are done. And you walk in their counsels that I may make you a desolation and your inhabitants a hissing. Therefore, you shall bear the reproach of my people. Chapter 7. Woe is me. For I am like those who gather summer fruits, like those who glean vintage grapes. There is no cluster to eat of the first ripe fruit which my soul desires. The faithful man has perished from the earth, and there is no one upright among men. They all lie in wait for blood. Every man hunts his brother with a net, that they may successfully do evil with both hands. The prince asks for gifts, the judge seeks a bribe, and the great man utters his evil desire, so they scheme together. The best of them is like a briar. The most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge. And the day of your watchman and your punishment comes. Now shall be their perplexity. Do not trust in a friend. Do not put your confidence in a companion. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your bosom. For son dishonors father daughter rises against her mother daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law a man's enemies are the men of his own household therefore i will look to the lord i will wait for the god of my salvation and my god will hear me Amen. do not rejoice over me my enemy when i fall i will rise when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I've sinned against him until he pleads my case and executes justice for me. Uh, he will bring me forth to the light and I will see his righteousness. And then she who is my enemy will see and shame will cover her who said to me, where is the Lord your God? My eyes will see her, and now she will be trampled down like mud in the streets. In the day when your walls are to be built, in that day the decree shall go far and wide. In that day they shall come to you from Assyria and the fortified cities, from the fortress to the river, from sea to sea and mountain to mountain. Yet the land shall be desolate because of those who dwell in it and for the fruit of their deeds. Shepherd your people with your staff, the flock of your heritage, who dwell solitarily in a woodland in the midst of Carmel. Let them feed in Bashan and in Gilead as in the days of old. As in the days when you came out of the land of Egypt, I will show them wonders. The nation shall see and be ashamed of all their might. They shall put their hand over their mouth and their ears shall be deaf. And they shall lick the dust like a serpent. And they shall crawl from their holes like snakes of the earth. 
they shall be afraid of the Lord our God and shall fear because of you. Who is a God like you? Pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. He will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will give truth to Jacob and mercy to Abraham, which you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. Amen. Pop, was there anything that stood out to you? Oh, just a, <laughs> is there anything that's the, the mercy of God. I mean, he deals with sin, but he is always there waiting, waiting for repentance, waiting for that one person just to say, I believe and I, I turn from, from my ways. I know I've sinned against you, Lord. And I, I ask your forgiveness and I come to you that. That's what he's waiting for. And and he promised all of this in, in Deuteronomy 27 and, and 28. He says, I, I lay before you the, the blessings and the curses. And uh, you choose which one you want. And if you obey me, you're going to be the head, not the tail. But Israel wanted to be like all the other nations. Yeah. God selected them and, and he said, you are a special people. I have set you aside. That's what holiness is, to be set apart from the whole world system unto God. And instead of being that special people, they wanted to be like everyone else. And they became not only like everyone else, but worse than everyone else. And so God had to deal with the sin, but he promises one of these days. I know you're not going to come back on your own and you're going to have to go through a very difficult time, but you will eventually recognize who I am and that you're going to know that, that I'm the one who died for you. I'm the one that was promised by my father. I'm the one who comes to you with open arms. And I want you to come to me and I will receive you just as you are. That's Israel chose the curses, but then God says in verse 18, who is a God like you hardening iniquity? Yeah, I just love that. The transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. Yeah. And that's, you know, what I, what was stood out to me is people complicate the Christian life and they put so many rules and you got to do this and you got to do that. And, you, and Micah just spells out what it is that God wants from us. He's shown you, oh man, <laughs> what is good and what does the Lord require of you? You do justly, you love mercy. And you walk humbly with your God. 
that's that's i mean that's everything right there that's how you treat other people and that's how you you treat god right in that passage there and i i just love in in the book of deuteronomy i think it's in chapter four where he says what other nation has a god who hears them Mm. so close to them and what other nation has such righteous decrees and when you go into the land the people will say this is a wise and understanding nation because god gave israel so much light so much truth and i was just thinking today how wonderful it is that we have a biblical we can have a biblical worldview we don't all have it but we can have a biblical worldview and that is just filled with information that god has given to us so that when we look at the world around us we can interpret what is going on today through the eyes of scripture and i think that the average person on the street has no idea of what's going on today they 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 see problems but they don't understand why do we have problems and they they don't have this biblical worldview and what a privilege we have paul asked the question in the book of romans what advantage is it of being a jew and then he says much in every way first (laughs) we have the very words of god and so I raised the question, what advantage is there of being a Christian? <laughs> Much in every way. We have the very words of God. Amen. We have the mind of God and the heart of God. And also we can have the very power of God in the person of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 Don't get me preaching, man. I'm- That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just uh, so appreciate those of you who uh, have joined us because we know you are here because you too have that passion yeah. for the word of God and to hear his truth. So thank you so much for coming out. And uh, Pop, would you mind uh, closing us in, in prayer tonight? I'd love to. Lord God, thank you so much for what we have been exposed to tonight, the truth of your word. You are a God of such great mercy, such great compassion. You do not delight in afflicting us when you know that there is so much more we could have. And you call us to yourself. You plead with us to come to yourself. You make the way possible through the Lord Jesus Christ to come to you. And I pray that you would continue to give us a hunger and a thirst after righteousness and that we would allow your Holy Spirit to do his work in our lives. Uh, That work that changes our attitudes, that changes our direction in life. And may we experience all that you want us to have and be so willing to be available to be used by you. Lord, give us that desire to honor you and to bless others. We ask in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen.
Amen. Well, Dad, thanks for coming out and joining us tonight. Thank you for inviting me. And for the rest of you, uh, may God bless you this week as you seek to serve him. And may your times in the word each day uh, be illuminated by the Holy Spirit as you learn what it is that God has in store for you from his word. Thanks for coming out and we will see you next time.